0: we've been through or what we got to go through god is still making a way for us and that's what we're going to deal with this morning i'm going to go over some points that i spoke about wednesday that's where i'm going to start because the whole church needs to hear this we're going to begin in father i must decrease while you increase in jesus name we pray amen Audio, video, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We're live. Waymaker is our message today. Let's go to Psalms 37, verse 4. We're going to deal with some things, and then we're going to get on deeper into the Old Testament and bring it into the New. Is that all right with you? Psalms 37, verse 4. For says for us to delight thyself also in the Lord. But this second part, God showed me, is where we've been getting it wrong. And he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. If we delight ourselves in God, does that mean God's going to give us what we want? Our desires? No. He says, I will give you the desires of your heart. In other words, He's going to put in you what you need to be desired. Instead of you desiring houses and cars, and I ain't got nothing against none of that. We all need it. But that's, that's not the essence of this word here. That's not the essence of what God is saying. There. God say, if you delight yourself in me, I will be the one that give you the desire of your heart. Because we can desire a lot of things that aren't right. But God said, I will put in you what your desires should be. And what they should not be. Amen. So first of all. That's the point that needs to be clarified first. In order for God through Christ Jesus to be our way maker. Can I get an amen? Amen. In the book of Exodus 17 verse 1 through 6. Put it up there. Exodus 17 Verses 1 through 6. Can I get an amen? Word of God says here, And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of what? Sin. How many of y'all know we're journeying from the wilderness of sin? How many in here don't sin? I'm glad I'm in a the right church Because I could just see in some of the mother church a whole bunch of them just raising their hand and they lying. So as we journey, put it back up some, as they journeyed from the wilderness of sin, that's us, we're Israel. We journeyed from the wilderness of sin and after that journeys, according to the commandment of the Lord, and pitched in Rephidim. We pitched a tent in a place called Rephidim. The word Rephidim means to rest. A lot of times we go and we journey. Through this wilderness of sin, and we take a, a rest, don't we? But if we see in the word, put it back up there, when we take that rest at Rifferdam, we find that there's no water for the people to drink. You ever took a rest from your weariness and still didn't find no spiritual waters from life in God. You ever did that? Mm-hmm. Many times, haven't we? So, go to verse 2. Can I get verse 2? Well, for the people did, they started murmuring. Every time, as th- long as things going good, everybody happy. Soon as things start going bad... Leadership catch it. Wherefore the people did chide. That means that they was beginning to be aggressive with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why are you arguing with me? Wherefore do ye tempt the Lord? Verse 3. And the people thirsted there for water. Where did they thirst for water in the place where they rested? But they rested in a place where no water was, because they were weary. Amen. And the people murmured against Moses. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Oh, Doctor Man, he done. He this. He that. He this. He that. They murmured against Moses and said, "Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt, which is out of the world? To kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst. Next verse. And Moses cried unto the Lord saying, what shall I do unto this people? They be almost ready to stone me. Next verse. Oh, I'm going somewhere. Next verse. And the Lord said unto Moses, go on before the people. In other words, continue to lead them. And take with thee of the elders of Israel, because mm-hmm. he need they need to see something too. See, see, he didn't tell them to take the elders because God needed them to help do through Moses what he needed to do. But the elders had to see something too. And take that rod, which is that power that I have given you. Well, with thou smotest, which killed. The river, split it open. Take in thine hand and go. In other words, take the power of God in your hand, the rod, take it in your hand and go with it. Amen? Got it? Next verse. Behold, I will stand. Here we go. I will stand before thee there upon who? Somebody say Jesus Christ. That is, that is, that is. We're going somewhere with this. Now this rock is in a place called Horeb, which means a desert place. Amen? Ain't that where Christ is in us? Ain't that where he allows the water to flow from that desert place in us? And there shall come water out of it that the people may drink. We're talking about spiritual waters of life. And Moses did in the sight. Of the elders of Israel. See they had to see something too. Next verse. Go back to that other verse. Go back to 6. Don't worry about 7. Go back to 6. I want you to look at something here. Behold. I will stand before thee upon the rock of horror. Christ. In the desert. And thou shalt do what? That means to kill Jesus. It's a signification of the crucifixion. Amen? Amen? I'm going somewhere, people. I'm going somewhere. And there shall come water out of it. Ain't that where we got the river of life from? The waters of life? From the crucifixion of Christ and the resurrection and all of that? That's when it began to flow. Amen? All right. Remember, this signifies, this word smite signifies the crucifixion of Jesus. Amen? Are you with me? Okay. Because I'm going somewhere with you. You need to understand. Now, go to Isaiah 12, verse 3. I'm not going to be with you long. going to shoot it at you and we done. <laughs> Isaiah 12 verse 3. Therefore with joy shall ye do what? War. What? What? Out of the... You see that right there? What's that? That's, that means there's more whales than one in salvation. Amen. You can draw that you you got to be joyful when you go to this thing, therewith joy. Therefore with joy shall ye draw mm-hmm. got to pull it up water, spiritual blessings, the spiritual life of God in us out of the wells of salvation. So through this smiting of the rock came forth salvation. Which brought forth the wells that are found in salvation. So whatever you need from God, salvation has a well for us to draw from. Not just one well. It doesn't matter. If you need him to be your friend, he'll be your friend. If you need him to be your healer, he'll be your healer. If you need him to be your chain breaker, he'll break chains. If you need him to be your move, uh, mountain mover, he'll move the out. It doesn't matter. There's a well for it. But you can't go and try to draw from the well of him giving you one thing, like Healing. But that's not what you need right now. You might need to be fed. So you got to go to the right well in order to get the right thing. Amen. Because I hear people say, well, you know, I don't tithe money, but, 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 but I tithe my time and I tithe it. Well, if you tithe your time, then you'll receive time. Because every seed has its own body according to the book of Corinthians. Now you can't expect to plant wheat and think you're gonna get corn. That's not gonna work. You can't expect to plant an apple and get a peach. You can't do that. Unless them demons do you know start tampering with stuff and ain't no telling what you're gonna get. Many wells in salvation. Not just one. Salvation covers it all. I say it covers it all. Mm-hmm. Now go to Romans 6, because I'm not going to be with you long. And when I say I'm not going to be with you long, you, I ain't like them other preachers that 45 minutes later they still hold a hand. No, I'm not going to weary my people like that. I'm going to hit you with your big gun, and then we're going to. Go ahead on. Romans 6, verse 9. Go there. Knowing that Christ being raised, I'm going somewhere with you now, from the dead. (coughs) Look at him. He can't die no more now. Are you with me? Death had no more dominion over him. That's what got Moses in trouble. Show it to you. Show it to you in the Bible. That scripture right there is what got Moses in trouble. You see, what I like about modern day prophets is modern day prophets don't only foresee, but they're able to get the revelation of what God is talking about. Old Testament prophets, they foresaw, but they didn't understand lot of things. That's why the book of Daniel say, Look, close that book up. Just close it up. Because it won't be revealed until later. But I'm here to show you today what Moses didn't see and it got him in a whole lot of trouble. The Bible says he ain't going to die no more, right? He done already told Moses to strike the rock, kill it, right? Alright. Right. So they come to this other place. They come to another place in the wilderness of Zen This time, Z-I-N. Let's go to Numbers 20, chapter 20, verse 8 through 12. These are our the last verses. The book of Numbers... 20, verses 8 through 12. Now, 8 through 12. The word of the Lord said, Take thy rod, Because they were in another situation here about water. And the Lord told them in verse 8, I want you to take the rod the power. And I want you to gather thou the what? Assembly. Assembly. That means that they're in working condition. Should be. Together. Assemble them together. Mm -hmm. see you got to gather your parts before you can assemble them together amen and thou and Aaron thy brother and speak look at that did he tell him to hit it he told him to speak to it and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes told him to speak to it now, and it shall give forth his water look at that his water. See? He done made that thing. hmm Christ. He done made it into a person. That rock. And thou shall bring forth to them water out of the rock. How many of y'all know that living water has come out of Jesus Christ in us? That we've got a well of living water springing up into everlasting life, according to the Bible. So that thou shall give the congregation... And their beasts drink. Uh-huh. Now, he ain't talking about, let's take it from the natural and take it to the spiritual. He's talking about these affections and these emotions. Remember, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desire of your heart. He'll set your emotions right and your affections right. That's them beast that's in us. It's got to be tamed. They need water too. Amen. Next verse. And Moses took the rod, the power from the Lord, as He commanded him. Next verse. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock, and he said unto them, "Hear ye, hear now, ye rebels! Watch this. Watch him put himself up too high. Must we?" He put himself up too high. Must we fetch you water out of this rock? No, you ain't doing it. <laughs> All you're supposed to do is speak. <laughs> Next verse. And Moses lifted up his hand. Look what he did. And with his rod, he did what? How many times? You can't kill Christ twice. He was in error. And that's what kept him from going in. Even though the water came out abundantly and the congregation drank and their beasts also, next verse. And the Lord spake to Moses and Aaron, because ye believe me not. Because I told you to speak to the rock. But you wanted, see, see, the problem was, take it down for a minute, son. Uh, 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 uh Grindel, Whoever got it back there. The problem is this. We think that God is going to work the same way that He worked before in our life. Moses thought that since He did it the first time that way, He didn't have the revelation that he was killing Christ. All he thought he was doing was killing the rock. But he didn't know. So he thought he was supposed to do that again. So he didn't know not to hit that rock again. So he goes and he hits the rock twice. Put that last scripture back up there, son. And because you believe me not to sanctify, see, me... Not him, but to sanctify God, me, in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. See there? See what got him, don't you? Everybody understand what got him, don't you? See, you can't kill Christ over again and put him in open shame. It can't be done. The Bible says he died once and he ain't going to do that no more. This is it. It's over. What's done is done. Now all you got to do is speak to the rock. Because the rock don't have to be crucified and will not be crucified anymore. Amen. So we take it up and we find that Caleb and Joshua is the only ones of the original source that goes into the promised land. Because first of all, the in the promised land is where we find grace. Do you believe that? And Moses, who is the law giver, can't give you grace. So he can't take the law unfulfilled into the promised land. It's got to be fulfilled. So they get another leader called Joshua, which means Joshua, Jesus, the Savior. Joshua is a type of Jesus, and he's the one, because the word means Savior, and he's the one that leads them in to the promised land. Amen? Amen. Where grace is found. Are you with me? Now. Joshua came out of the tribe of Ephraim. Amen? Amen. Caleb wasn't a Jew. He was a Gentile. His father was a Kenizzite, which was a heathen. But he was grafting in. See how that thing working? So the Jew and the Gentile went in because the Gentile was grafted in to the tribe of Judah, which is the lineage of Christ, which is the lineage of praise. Amen? Y'all following that? So God was showing back then how Joshua, the Jew, and Caleb, with that word mean dog remember Jesus called the woman a dog because that's what they called them heathens back then dogs and the word Caleb means dog D-O-G but he was grafted in to the tribe of Judah so now what we have is the Jew and the Gentile all encapsulated as the spiritual Israel. Amen? The Bible says in the book of Romans, the second chapter I think is the last couple of verses there, that a Jew is not a Jew because of his outward appearance, but it's what's on the inside of him because of what's spiritual in him. That's what makes a Jew. Amen? Amen? Just like circumcision is not of the foreskin, but it's of the heart, which is the mind. I ain't talking about this thing here. Don't do nothing but pump blood. You hear a preacher talking about the heart. No, it ain't got nothing. It's your mind. That's your center of your being. Now, a lot of people misappropriate the mind as being the brain. Just like a lot of people misappropriate the physical eyes as how you see. That ain't true. First of all, the brain is only a vehicle that the mind works through. Amen? That's all it is. Your physical eyes ain't nothing but a vehicle. It's your mind that sees what it sees and tells your eyes how it's supposed to look. Amen? You can put these physical eyes out and see more than you see with them working Because you're in the spirit realm. All colors came from darkness. Black. Every pigment came from black. That's why dark matter, y'all heard of it, is such a dangerous thing. Because out of dark matter, God appropriated everything. And God is so vast. And God is so of a variety that man can't comprehend him. That's why he don't understand him and he never will. And it causes chaos. It causes schism not only in the body, but it causes schism in society itself. Because we don't understand that God made the bumblebee the same as he made me. He gave us life. And the life of the bumblebee is just as important to it as ours is to us. And we're all a part of the living chain which came through God and by God. It's a thread. And when we're out of conquest, when we're out of coordination with nature and the universe, then we're out of connection and coordination with God. Amen? Amen. Let's give God some praise Amen. in the house. There's no need to talk about anything else. Just remember the points. He will give you